All right. Well, you know what that is. That's the sound of the start of episode two of Notes of a Goon. If you don't know why I'm calling the show that, uh, go listen to the first episode. Because I had a long story about it. And if you, why, why would you, who starts with episode two of something? Whatever. I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn. Uh, eventually, I'll start using my real name. It's Fago. Most people know that. It's a deep cut. Um, you should probably be a Patreon subscriber or something for that. But I don't even have that yet. I don't have a Patreon. We had one for High Society. Now we get uh, $15 a month. We still haven't posted anything in, since we started at Gas almost five years ago. But we still get $15 a month. Somebody's going to hear this and be like, well, you're not getting that anymore and probably remove that. But whatever. Uh, I'm your host. This is Notes of a Goon, Episode 2. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by my stalwart companion, Michael Harrington. Uh, what's up, Mike? Hetero life, mate. Yeah. Uh, so... We were just talking about, you helped me, uh, we're filming preview specials for a tournament for Catalyst Wrestling, which is now Catalyst Wrestling instead of Capital Wrestling. We're not explaining any of that. Like, I thought Lewis and Ralph were disorganized when I started working with them. A fucking pleasure compared, like, they, the, 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 the wrestling guys just have been hit in the head a lot. I mean, you thought you'd have a better experience working with carnies than, than business people. Then... I mean, look. I mean, look. Ralph's a businessman. Ralph, Ralph is Jewish. I will <laughs> give you that. Lewis is just an insane person. Um, it's a very strange thing that I am in bed with. I produced. I was the executive producer. I, I haven't talked about. I was the executive producer on Lewis's special. I don't think I get enough credit for that. You did a great job. Uh, you produced I, two number one comedy specials. Uh, well, one. I did one. Oh. I just did the. First, I just did Lewis's. Um, but I, I, I'll tell you this, that is the closest I ever felt to feeling like I was living the American dream. Because I gave money to a Jew, and I watched his, a Hispanic man do all the work. And then I just get a check. That, I, that's the American, that is Trump's America that we live in, that I am fucking living the dream. I mean, that's why then people got on them boats all them years ago. All of them boats. My fucking family got on boats. They came over. Dude, I'll tell you this. I was in Puerto Rico uh, in my 20s. I had this old-timey suitcase. And I told some dumb bitch on the beach. I, she was like, what's up with that suitcase that you have? And I was like, oh, um, my grandfather came over from Ellis Island with this suitcase. Uh, there was nothing in it. He just thought you needed a suitcase to get into the country because every picture he had seen you had the, the people had suitcases, and this girl believed me and gave me a hand job on the beach. What an idiot! She was fat too, but whatever. I digress. I believed it for a second. <laughs> no, it wasn't even my suitcase. I borrowed it from somebody else. I don't know where they got the suitcase. They probably found it in the garbage. <laughs> but yeah, so we did the Catalyst Wrestling uh, Sidow tournament preview. Uh, we had to do it in two batches. Because instead of just letting Harrington run his paid Zoom account, they, we used an unpaid Zoom account, which makes no sense. We're always late for things. Th those guys make me come early. I'm like, I show up. Four hours later, I'm doing a thing. Just, I wish it was like the 80s. At least they'd be giving me some fucking blow. It's not even, I, nobody has offered to sell me steroids. I thought it was going to be like, remember that cartoon dinosaurs, that puppet show? Remember when the sun takes steroids? They were puppets? I thought they were animatronics. What? Whatever. They're fucking robot. They were puppets. This is Jim Henson. Dog, I love dinosaurs. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was very sad when they all died at the end. We all knew that was coming. Did they? Yeah, dude, the last episode. Have you never seen the last episode of Dinosaurs? <laughs> no, I just fucking, well, I literally like turned on the TV one day Look, and it was replaced by like some other cartoon. This is a frenetic fucking show to start off. Pull up the fucking saddest thing that ever happened to a fucking puppet. Pull up the end of the show Dinosaurs on ABC. It is... And you knew it was going to happen. They fucking... It was, the Ice Age starts. They die. And the baby is just sitting there. They literally show you that the baby is going to die. Are you fucking kidding me? Pull it up. I want to make you sad now. <laughs> I feel like my parents fucking blocked this. Uh, image is no longer... I, dude, I think it's been pulled from the fucking internet. Really? All right, so it's like, image is not available. Um, uh, here, I'll pull up, I'll show you what the like the web search looks like. I can try YouTube, but it looks like 
Yeah. It's so, like reaction videos. There's like this guy's cut of it. You on. get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Wow. They really... Here, I'll cut back and uh, let me take a look like on YouTube proper because that actually sounds... That sounds like something that Disney... It, it, like they might have hidden behind the Disney Plus wall. Okay. You know what I mean? No, go to that first video. Cut about two minutes in. Okay. Oh. But whatever it is, nobody's going to leave you. That's right, little guy. We'll all stay together. Yeah. Yeah, and hey, I'm sure it'll all work out okay. After all, dinosaurs have been on this earth for 150 million years. And it's not like we're going to just disappear. Jesus. This was also supposed to be a big warning about global warming that nobody took seriously because they killed a baby puppet. (laughs) Yeah, it's the Ice Age outside. They die. First of all, why do you have an ending to a children's show like this? Makers of fine wax fruit? That's where he worked. He worked at the fi- fine wax fruit. He- and taking a look at okay. the long-range forecast, continued snow, darkness, and extreme cold. This is Howard Hand Up Me. Good night. Howard Hand Up Me? See, Goodbye. they're puppets. They're not animatronics. You All right. Let's turn this off. That's, I'm glad they reminded you of that joke at the end. But why did they do that to us? That's... Like, there's no reason for that. No! What other cartoon has a final episode? I mean, I agree that was a primetime TV show, but they could have done anything else other than the extinction-level event. How about this? It's a fucking puppet show. Have the dinosaurs get into a spaceship and leave. (laughs) Yeah. Like, they did a rap video with the baby. It was clearly geared towards children still watching TV at night. Like, well, the dinosaurs are all dead, and, uh, you know, apparently global warming's a real thing, right? We all believe in climate change here. Do we? I mean, I do, yeah. It's, it's definitely real. It's, it's Climate is changing on some level. I feel like that's supposed to happen. Yeah. Some of it is supposed to happen. Dude. I'm all right. I'm gonna lose my fuck. You, you, you're not one of these guys. One of what guys? A climate change denying person. I'm not denying it. I'm just saying it's nice out today. What are we worrying about? All right, fair. I just it it's just it boggles the mind. Are you gonna have kids? No. Yeah. What are we worrying about? I've got I've got nephews. I want them to have kids, and if they want, I don't know. It is a weird thing with the science, with like just whatever people, people throw that word science denier around a lot. I don't think people know what fucking science is. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's like, hey man, you have to believe scientists. You know, there's a group of people whose job it is to question everything scientists do. You know what that group of people is called? Fucking scientists. That's their fucking job. That's half of the job of being a fucking scientist is being like, hey, I think you're wrong, asshole. That's the whole fuck. Science is all just bar arguments that are done over research papers. (laughs) That's what most of it is. That's what this shit, I'm breaking it down to the barest, like, how can you say, believe scientists? Like, I made a list on Twitter the other day. So all the people we have to believe now, right? Women, right? Uh, Scientists. Anybody who works in the medical field, uh, grocers, not the police, and the postman, the, with Kevin Costner, that postman. <laughs> Somebody I know posted that, like, yeah, they made a whole movie about how we need the post office. Like, yeah, because there was no internet in that fucking movie. It came out in the 90s. You don't need the post. The post office is the stupidest fucking, you know, 90% of the post office is junk mail. The post office was your original spam email. That's what it is. When was the last time you got a letter you wanted? Uh... Exactly. Back to the science thing. I just don't understand, like... A lot of the people that claim that people who are denying science also want 16-year-olds to vote. 
right? That is denying science. If you think we should lower the voting age, you are a science denier in my eyes. Because if you think a fucking water-headed 16-year-old should fucking vote, I don't even think 18-year-olds should vote anymore. 25. I think it's the opposite. I think it's, I think genuinely, like there is a gap, right? Mm -hmm. Where I do think 14 to 20 year olds probably make a better voting decision than 21 to 31 year olds. Because of the booze? Not only the booze, I think it really is, is like that's when you hit like plant your flag age. You know what I mean? 14 to 18? No. I think like college age. Oh. Like from nine, like I think when you're in high school, it's like, yo, I don't understand. Politics are pretty lame. I kind of believe whatever my parents believe, but I'm gonna do more research than my parents are. Nobody did any research for research papers in high school. You just copied out of the encyclopedia or from a website that you didn't think your teacher would find. I disagree, dude. I feel like kids in my grade, especially, were like, not you. No, I mean, me. Yeah, like I gave a fuck about politics when I was like. 14, because they would, like, make us read the newspaper. They, dude, they made us read the newspaper. Like, they made us read, like, what the fuck was going on. That's true. I remember we had to read the New York Times every day and report to global, back to global history. But I also remember one of my buddies being like, why aren't there... We should be communists because I don't want to take the bus home and there should just be cars on the street that I could drive home if I wanted to. That's what, that was his argument for communism. Does he not understand the bus is communism? Dog, uh, that existed for a while thanks to capitalism. It's called Zipcar. Like, right. it's it called Car to Go, right? Like, th- th- that shit existed. Like, but it, ah, whatever. I, I, don't, I don't get the, first of all, like I said, scientists question scientists. We're going to be finding out about fucking COVID 20 fucking years from now. They're going to be like, yeah, those dummies were uh, really steering you all wrong. Like, we're literally going to be like, yet nobody should have ever... Turns out, staying in place, that's what killed all those people. That's why it was so many old people dying, they couldn't get out of bed. You could have just walked away from the virus at any given time. <laughs> as long as you kept moving, it's like it's like avoiding bullets. You know what I mean? Like, you know how like you just think when you're a kid that if you run in a zigzag pattern, you can fucking dodge the bullets? You could have done that. You could, I, they're gonna, Science is going to tell us later that... We could. That's how we could have avoided COVID. If we all just were constantly running obstacle courses, like if we just laid out tires and that's how we got everywhere during this six-month period, COVID would have died out. All right. Do you know one person who's completed a Tough Mudder and died of COVID? Not one. Not one person. I'll tell you this. I rode my bike here. No COVID. None. It's pretty sick, dude. Yeah. Uh, I do think... Like, scientists have it so easy now. Like, Galileo was going to get hung for being like, yo, we might not be the center of the universe. Yeah. Like, Copernicus had to, like, I think his house got burned down. Like, scientists have it so easy now. The Economist published a thing uh, called A Brief History of Handwashing, showing how recently people thought handwashing was bad for you. Not only that, the guy who said that doctors should be washing their hands more died in a sanitarium. That's like the—I mean, you've heard that before. No. You uh, look up, look it up. The guy who suggested that doctors should wash their hands more because of invisible microbes during like childbirth and shit like that died in a sanitarium. He was drummed out of medicine because he was a scientist questioning science. Wow. Yeah. What's that guy's name? I don't... I, I mean... I only know the vague... Uh, I only ever remember vague facts of a thing so that I could yell it at people when I'm drunk <laughs> to make them feel stupid for not knowing it even as much as I do. Okay, so it's Ignaz Semmelwis uh, introduced hand disinfection standards in obstetrical clinics from 1847. There you go. Uh, let's see here. I, I think it was unrelated that he died in his hand. It may have been like syphilis or something. Break, but, breakdown in death. Uh, he suffered from severe depression and became absent-minded. Turned every conversation to the t- conversation of childbed fever. Because yeah. he's like, yo, kids are dying. Yeah. Imagine. And you, you think some fucking idiot was just like, hey, man, like you're like a, it's not true. Like you're like a science denier, dude. 
Do you think somebody said that to him? No. Fucking the same fucking people who are saying don't deny science are the same assholes who are regularly just like corporations are evil and the worst. But now we can't go out to get a drink until big pharmacies were allowed. I'm angry. I know I'm repeating tweets that I've tweeted. I don't care. Oh, whatever. I'll move on. Could you imagine? Uh. Being like, yo, all you got to do is wash your hands and mad babies won't die. Mm -hmm. And people are like, why are you ruining this party? Usually when I'm washing my hands, mad babies have just died. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. All right. There's something I got to talk about really quickly, though. Um, And that is... The fact that last week we started the show, the first, one of the first things we talked about was the fact that I can't wear shorts. I also can't comb my hair, Harrington. Do you know that I'm I, like you are bald, ish? Last stand. Okay. Um, I thought I was going bald, and then our, our friend Justin Silver told me to grow my hair out. Right. And now, if you're if you're watching the video version of this. I don't look bald anymore. But the thing is, I don't know how to comb. I've never had to comb my hair in my entire fucking life. Never once have I had to comb hair. And I feel like I look like a jackass, mostly because people keep telling me I look like a jackass. You, you do look like a kid brother. Right? I look, it's, it looks tussleable. <laughs> and I'm almost 40. He said he was going to show me how to do this, and now it's a pandemic. Justin has great hair. He said he's going to show. I sent you some pictures of the insults. First of all, we were talking about Capital Re- uh, Catalyst Wrestling. Sorry that we were there. And uh, I, they had me ring announce. And my fucking hair looked insane the entire fucking time. And no one said, hey, Chris, you might want to go comb your hair. You look like a fucking crazy person. Can you pull up the pictures, please? No one says to me, hey, um, you look insane. You look like, like, look, what it, I look like the bad guy from Kindergarten Cop, who I think should have gotten more acting work. I don't know what else that guy's been in, but he was fantastic in that movie. He was terrifying in that comedy movie. But look at my fucking hair. Yeah, just go to the pictures I sent you on Facebook. So there's that one that we saw, and then go to the next one. This is later in the this is later in the day. It just it's awful. And then I posted them. You just go to some of these insults that people threw at me. Uh, look like an Italian Marco Rubio. I thought he was Italian. Um, somebody angsty anime boy. My friend Meg wrote that to me. Um, that wig looks so natural from Paperface. This is one of my favorites from my buddy Scott. You look like you could be the lead singer of a band called We Are Made of the Universe and You're a Star. I fucking am so... I don't know... what. How do people have hair and deal with it? I look like a movie villain. I look like a bad guy promoter in a low-budget martial arts film. That was my personal favorite. It's a pretty good one. I could on. see you like... On Instagram. I could see you doing like... Uh, remember how they had to have Scott Coker came in because Dada 5000 died? Yes. And it was like a whole thing where it was like, I could see you being the guy that he replaced. You know what I mean? Like getting two fat guys to just fucking fight to the death. I mean, how, <laughs> how would they die? All right. Yeah, you can, you can get off. Oh, yeah. Bronx Johnny said I look like a tailspin villain. Don, I hope it's Don Carnage. That guy was pretty badass. Um, but I, I have lived a life where I have luckily... Like, I had to grow up very quickly, quicker than most people in certain aspects, right? Like, my mom was all fucked up. My brother got hurt. I had to take care of my dad really young when he was sick with cancer. So I did have to grow up. I had to pay my own bills very young. I had my own rent. I had to do all these things. But then simple fucking, that's Don Carnage. I hope that is who Johnny was saying that. He was the sky pirate. Um, I always wanted to be a sky pirate. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I, I just don't, very basic things I'm fucking terrible at. 
Dude, I remember once I freaked out going to the library to use the computer because, as we talked about on the first episode of this show, I didn't own a computer till I was 25, and I needed the internet for something. So I went to the library, and I remember that I, I got to the point in my life where I couldn't be out during the day because I thought people were looking at me like I was a crazy person. And I went to the library to use a computer, and I could swear this mother and child were muttering to themselves that I was a bad person, and I just left the library. And I don't even know what I was looking up. I mean, probably was looking for a job or something. That didn't happen. You know? I mean, like, what does that say about where you were at in your life? Oh, yeah. It says mostly bad things about where I was at in my life. I mean, I'm just saying, it's like, I've lived a life that's like pretty... I, I'm I'm like better than most people at things like paying bills because I had to do it young. But because of that and because of the way I got there, never really having like a day job or anything, like there's certain things like I never had to have, like I always like worked for myself or like I worked for family or somebody hooked me up with a gig. I never had to have like job interview hair so I don't know how to comb my fucking hair. I think it's more like a utilitarian thing, right? Mm-hmm. You keep the hair short enough, you never have to worry about it. It's like, all right, that's one less thing to worry about. I got fucking, I'm 14 and I got a mortgage. I was never working in an office anyway, right? You can't have a crew cut and work. You're not moving up. If you sit in a cubicle and you've got a fade, you're never getting a promotion. You think? Have you ever, dude, I know guys that as soon as they grew their hair out got a promotion. I'm telling you, you cannot. If you're if you're listening to this and you work in an office in a cube and you have a fade, you are fucking up. <laughs> like be bald but horseshoe it. That's the only way you're getting a promotion. Like bald horseshoe guy and fucking quaff guy are gonna fucking they're gonna leap past you. That's it. In any field that isn't construction work. Like if you work in an office and you still have a fucking crew cut, obviously black guys exempt from this. Obviously. Yeah. I'm not, this is not a race. If you're a white guy and you have a crew cut, probably best for you to have a fade if you're a black guy, right? Most likely. Maybe some neat dreads. I don't really know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe neat dreads. But I don't know. You're talking, this is two people who've literally never worked a corporate job. Yeah, it's true. You were we worked in contracting. Yeah, I never worked in court. I I'm just saying, there's no way you're you're not getting a job in one of those worlds if you're older than this. If you're not doing an entry level job, I don't think you're getting it with a fade or a crew cut, unless, like I said, you're a black dude, because obviously that is the haircut that they have to have. Now that I've talked about my hair, I I had a thought the other day, and I'm curious about. Are sex robots the flying car of this generation? Interesting. Right? Because the flying car was the end-all, be-all in the 50s, right? Now we're never going to get... We'll we're, be lucky to get a self-driving car in my lifetime. We're never getting flying cars. The sex robot is talked about in a way where it is the new technological white whale for the fucking play video games in your parents' basement generation. You think you think you think we're at a level where it's like not as attainable? Well, that's the thing is they keep telling us it's attainable. I've always thought the main reason why sex robots will never be popularized is every time you read about them, some fucking dork is telling you how they've programmed in artificial intelligence. That's a prostitute. A, a sex robot, you, sure, you're, you're paying their pimp, which is a programmer, to give you this hooker. It doesn't need to be... I don't... Do, does anybody need their prostitutes to beat them at chess? Why are we programming these things to be smart? I don't... What, like... I don't know, dude. That does sound kind of tight. Yeah, but then that's a companion bot. That's not a sex robot. That is just a robot that you can have sex with. Once it does other, like, what? Look, here's the thing. They're spending millions of dollars on the artificial intelligence aspect of this. You want to popularize sex robots. I'm going to tell you this right now. This is what you go for. You ready? Self-cleaning. That is the technology that we could do it for an oven. We could do it for a sex robot. That is what we need. 
Look, here's a... How many people do you know that fucked a fleshlight once, threw it under their bed, and then found it a year later and threw it away? Everybody you know with a fleshlight. I kept my shit clean, dude. You washed it yourself. Uh, yeah, dude. I had a fucking, I had a private bathroom in my bedroom. So I fucking, you know, take care of business. Middle of the day, right? It's not a nighttime activity. How do you, I wouldn't even know how to approach prop, like, do you take a toothbrush to it? Like an no, old pair of Timberlands? Dude, no, it's a fucking sleeve. You pull it out of the, of the container. You just fucking run it under hot water for a couple of minutes. It literally is not bad. And you just fucking let it air dry. Like, how lazy do you got to be? You can't clean a fucking fleshlight. Most of the people I know that have owned a fleshlight have never cleaned it. That's crazy. They just find it a year later, and they go, well, you just go right back to regular hand jerking. Nah, dude, because here's the thing. I don't know. At least the generation, in my first year working here, I I met Kendra Sunderland, and she gave me one of her fleshlights, and I was like, well, it would be rude not to try this out. And I was like, one time. Nah, dude, it was... Um, I'll tell you this. While I still had a private bathroom, mm-hmm. while I had a private bathroom, it is a fucking. I would a hundred percent buy another one. I find jizz socks that I just toss under my bed after, and they go right in the garbage. Yeah, obviously. What? Well, you don't. You never washed a jizz sock. If it, if it ends up in the hamper immediately, yeah. no, it obviously. Gets washed. Yeah, but if it's a fucking three week old jizz sock, nah, dude. That's what I'm saying. What happens to the flesh? I mean, you aren't exclusively using the fleshlight. No, but my point that I'm making is that if you fucking immediately clean it, that's the same as putting the jizz sock in the hamper. All right. Who's immediately cleaning anything after they come? I mean, dude, I'm saying that's why it's a fucking daytime jerk activity. It's not a nighttime. If you jerk with a flashlight... Again, this is a very specific to you thing, Mike. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, it's not that hard to fucking plot this out, right? If you fucking jerk off in the daytime, you'll have enough energy to get up, rinse it out, and then put it away at night. You do it at night, that thing is a fucking goner. You're right, 100%. You wake up the next day and you haven't cleaned your flashlight. All right, I'm just saying, you're going to come home drunk... And want to fuck your sex robot, right? And I'll tell you this: How the fuck you even clean like a sex robot? What are you doing? You throwing the fucking knees up on your shoulders to get in there to fucking hose it down with the? You're pulling the hose out of the fucking kitchen sink. How are you? Does, does the pussy come out? Is it detachable? Yeah, I would imagine it would. Honestly, I would imagine it, you could pop it out. In a sleeve style, right? Because you can fucking think about it, dude. If you're building a sex robot... It's like those headlights on the BMWs that you can pop out with a screwdriver. That's what I'm saying, dude. You don't want just one vagina in your fucking sex robot, right? You want maybe want to upgrade in fucking two years to like a dragon mouth vagina. Who knows, dude? I would imagine that they would want you to have to send that back. Like, a, you know, like a computer. You got to send that back, you know? you know, They don't want... You, like, there's a reason why you can't change out the battery on your phone anymore. Right, but you can, most PCs, you can upgrade and mod yourself. Hmm. So I'm thinking if you, they make a sex robot that they do want to be... So you're telling me you want your sex robot to run on Windows? Yeah, for sure. You realize that there's already government officials that are worried about the hacking of sex robots? They want regulation on sex robots. Yeah, the government wants regulation on everything. I'm just saying, it's like, imagine they hack... That's a, another argument against the intelligent hooker bot. Also, if you love your sex robot, that's on you. People love hookers, too. Yeah, I mean, that's weird. Guys, like, but do I'm just we, saying. And do we really want to move more jobs over to automation? I don't think so. Yes. UBI, dog. Uh, all I'm saying is, right, if I could fuck something and it could then teach me Spanish, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, I'm, I. You mean I, like a Mexican lady? <laughs> I'm saying, like, I could do Duolingo, right? Uh-huh. Or I could just have a fucking mad smart robot be like, yeah, conjugate this verb, and then let's fuck. I just... All right, but do you think... Okay, so... Fine. Let's... I'll give you the art. I don't... I disagree. I do not want... I don't want a smart fuck bot. I literally just want it to scoop it... Like, the same way when I jizz inside a woman... I don't let her. That's hers now. That was a gift. It's like when a when a cat presents you a bird, 
You know, like if a girl, <laughs> I came on a girl's, I, I came on a girl's tits once, and she was like, "Are you not going to clean this up?" And I had to do it, and I was like, "Why? Why would you do that to me? Like that was a present for you." <laughs> like, I, I, the, I think the self cleaning is is the move. Is all I'm saying. And honestly, you want your dragon pussy? Self, have them upgrade that. Just pop out. Yeah, switch switch pussies. I don't want to do that either. Right, but what I'm saying is... Be okay. a sex slave. It's a robot. I agree. I'm thinking if it's smart enough to fucking teach me a language, it's probably smart enough to fucking figure out an enema. Yeah, okay. Fair. Right? Can these things walk? No. I don't think so. All right, then what I mean, are we look, doing I mean, look, I sent you a... There's a guy who tests sex robots... Um, <sighs> And I sent you a video that I, I would like to look at. And I think this is really going to turn you off. Um, it's called BrickDollBanger.com. Uh, this guy's very involved in testing various uh, models of sex dolls. Um, and just, he, he's basically consumer reports for fuckbots. Um, the Nicholas DeLeon of fuckbots? Yeah, he is the Nick DeLeon of fuckbots. Uh, so this is the landing page to his website. Can we check that? Can we just check out this top video? Pictures of my beautiful sisters. However, I am the star for now. Rick loves to change my look often. So you will see me in many different body styles and wardrobes. All right, pause this. Now, if you're listening to the audio version of this, I'm sure you can hear how squeaky that jaw is. And how terrifying the idea of that mouth being anywhere near my cock is. It, that, that's scary. Yeah. It, it, it looks like what you would think, like if they did um, an anthropomorphic wood chipper. That's how that mouth moves. It's fucking... Also, can you scroll down to some of these images on this guy's website? He really has a thing for like the Jersey trash bag look. Because the landing page video that we just watched, scroll back up. For just a second, why does she have roots? <laughs> this is a blonde fuck robot with roots. Yeah, dude, he's got something about that fucking girl at the bar who won't fuck him. That's so. That's his deal. Yeah. So he builds that here. Yeah. You would think you're building the ideal because that girl will eventually fuck. Just show up to the bar enough. That girl will fuck you. Yeah. She's fucking everybody else. Right. Just be that dude. Go there when it's snowing. <laughs> like look they all look like that all of his dolls it's a double prong Santa hat is Ugh. like imagining this guy spending his holidays with that thing well I mean he's certainly not spending it with any loved ones <laughs> what are you talking about Chris they clearly are his loved ones that's true yeah they have yeah, well they have artificial intelligence so you know they're real people um I just, I just, like I said, I also just don't think you hear about them. I feel like we hear about sex robots as much as they used to hear about flying cars, right? Like it's, it's, it's this thing where it's like, yeah, the sex robots are coming. It's going to be awesome. The same way they told all these fucking gearhead idiots in 1955, we're going to have flying cars. If you just, if you just go to work every day and you pay your taxes, eventually, you won't have to talk to your wife anymore. I fucking promise. You'll either be able to fly away in your car or you'll be able to fuck this robot. Or maybe both. Maybe both. This is, a, this is the student loan to the person that doesn't go to college is this fucking robot. That is the, the lie of the college degree. The lie of the American dream is in flying cars, college degrees, and fuckbots. I don't trust... That this will ever happen. For all we know, I mean, look, that doesn't sound brick doll banger, if that is his real name. <laughs> this is a this is a birds aren't real scenario conspiracy theory. Uh Brick Dollbanger, by the way, on his landing page has himself as a CGI animation. Yes. So See, also seems pretty fake to me, is all I'm saying. All right. Do you think that is a real girl and a real doll, or 
two real dolls that he is posing to make it look like he's having a real doll threesome. Can we can we just say this? The top girl, girl, um, it looks like a real girl, right? Right. And the bottom one looks like a doll. But then you look at the bottom hand, which is the top girl, and that looks like a robot hand. That does kind of look like a robot hand. That's what I'm saying. And also, this could be Photoshopped to look at. Dude, we watched a video once on High Society where it was just like um, a chick that does, uh, like, a, there's there's a, a fetish where women get men to pay for them to get plastic surgery to look more like fuck robots. And I show we watched about 40 seconds of this video before we realized it was a real woman. So who the fuck knows? What I'm saying is, if you really want to fuck a robot, there are women that essentially have reptile brains that you can have sex with. You know what I mean? Like, they're not much smarter than the robots. That feels way more expensive than just buying a sex robot, though. Oh, all the surgeries? I'm sure. Yeah. But those guys aren't just fucking that one dude. They're out there. You know what I mean? They're around. Just go to that bar when it's snowing out. It's a different <laughs> bar. She's there. <sighs> all right. Let's move on. I got stuck on the way here behind a bike protest. <clears throat> Is there anything less activisty than just creating a... First of all, group bike rides are disgusting. Any adult that goes on a group bike ride... When I see two people riding bicycles next to each other that aren't children, and they're having a conversation... Why Why would you ever be doing that? To turn it into a protest... Can we just acknowledge that these protests are not protests anymore? They are summer fun activities. That was a meetup.com group for cycling. Like, they're all on city bikes. They're moving... They're barely saying Black Lives Matter anymore. They're just all going out... And we're supposed to know... There, there's the protest. They're protesting because they're on... They're... You're getting exercise, dog. If that if you guys were all jogging, that would just be a marathon. You yep. can't you can't just have a marathon be a protest. It's it's not a like I don't fucking I remember I was biking home from work one day and I saw two guys talking. I literally went, "Look up, asshole," cuz the guy was coming at me and he crashed into his buddy and fell. Because you're not supposed to do that. It's a solo. Why does every, you know what guys, people who go on group bike rides as adults, you know what they remind me of? You ever meet a guy who can't go to the barber alone? No. I had a buddy, this kid Carlos I grew up with, who would always call me and be like, hey, if you're not doing anything, can you call me to get a haircut? I'm like, no. You get a haircut twice a week. I'm not going with you to the barber shop. He'd be like, come on, bro, I can't be sitting in there by myself. But what do you mean? That's, it's a sing, that. I would feel like an asshole walking into a barbershop with a friend who wasn't getting a haircut. Like, people, you, it, it's the kind of thing where it's like people are terrified to be seen alone or do anything. Like, it's the, like, the kind of guy who, like, drives to the gym even though it's three blocks from their house. You ever meet somebody like that? No. What I'm saying is I think it's the, it's all the same type of broken person is what I'm saying. There is a type of broken adult who cannot just, like, do things out in the world alone. That's what podcasts are for. Exactly. Just put in some earbuds, rate and review this show, and stop. Just stop with these fucking nonsense. Bicycle protest. Dude, I saw one a few weeks back. They were clearly coming from the beach. The start point of the protest was the beach. And then they all biked somewhere together. I guess they, maybe people were breaking off at point. Like, you just all went to the beach together. You're ha that's a party. That's not a protest. Why can you not be alone sometimes? Have thoughts. Don't take these earbuds out. Just mute, mute it, I guess. But keep listening. We need the downloads. This is a new show. Right? Yeah, I mean, they could they could just download it. They listen this far. Like, maybe have an independent thought for the next 10 minutes of your bike ride. Yeah, and then push play again. 
No, I mean we got you for forty-two minutes. I like they've already registered the download. We're, we're that deep in it. All right, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go kick rocks. No, I just like I I do appreciate that. Like there is something about listening to a podcast while I am on a bike ride where it's like if if I had to keep up a con- I but I had one male friend bike ride in the last year. It was with Justin, and it sucked. Yeah, because that's not, a stupid thing to do. You're not supposed to be doing that. No. Right? Like Where did I'm, you guys go? Where were you going? We went from Justin's place to the studio, so we just biked across town. And you had a conversation? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Why didn't you take the train or an Uber? Because we wanted to fucking get exercise. We got a fun Instagram video of us shirtless fucking riding bikes. It was It was fun. Like a fun, it was a fun activity to do. I was homeless at the time. At How the, many people at the got hour. stuck behind you on bicycles? Not many. No, no, no. no. There was not many at all, dude. Because it's like we're we're just zipping through. But my whole point is like the whole the fun of bike riding to me is like, yo, I'm gonna get halfway through this podcast episode, and then sometimes when I'm like, if I'm gunning it and I'm going over the Williamsburg Bridge, I'll just take the headphones off for a bit while I'm going down the bridge. It's like, all right, fucking meditate a little bit, right? Focus on what, just be present in a moment. Yes. That is my fucking, I literally, when I see like four people on bikes together and they're going somewhere, I assumed that is a molestation support group. Like what the fuck happened to you that you can't be alone with your fucking thoughts for 45 fucking or however fucking long it takes for you to get from point A to point B. If my girlfriend was like, I'm going to buy a bike and we'll go on rides together, I'd say we're breaking up. <laughs> we live in the same fucking house. I I get it. I know what you're talking about here. <laughs> like, I gotta go somewhere. That this is a mode of this is a solo. <sighs> if you fucking ride a bicycle built for two, <laughs> fu- the fucking kill yourself. All right, like it's just like you and your fucking wife. Don't kill yourself together separately because we don't want you to be gay. But. Fucking kill yourselves. Like, it's a. I had a fucking. Oh my God. My lamest uncle has a fucking. Had a bicycle built for two with his fucking wife. They were both fat. And they never lost any weight because you can't push yourself on a bicycle built for two. You can't. Remember those? There's a fucking song about it. Remember the fucking old fucking. Find that old timey song about bicycle built for two. All right. Uh, yo, I think the only acceptable way to be on a bicycle built for two is uh, pegs. That's not a bicycle built for two. Yo, if you can get your That's wife a- to ride on the pegs, though, if that- you're an adult who can get your wife to ride on pegs. First of all, why do you still have a BMX bike? Second of all, I had an adult man come out of a bodega at me once and go, yo, my man, I know you're going my way. Let me get on them handlebars. <laughs> and I was like, you're fat. No. This is going to be terrible for me. He's like, come on, B. No. Do you have this song? This is you when you're on a group bike ride. You're this level of asshole. Daisy, Daisy. Matt can call. I'm just saying, this is you. This will never be me. This is you and Justin on the way here making your Instagram video. We weren't on an actual tandem bike. Doesn't matter. Same thing. <laughs> you were tandem thoughts. Hate it. All right. I felt like we've talked about some things. The one last thing I want to talk about before uh, we get out of here is um, I hate the song Glory Days by Bruce Springsteen. Hate it. What's your thoughts? I, I- I don't know. I, I I always enjoyed it. Kind of comes I on guess. the fuck comes on in the bar. Here's a, I, I'll tell you this. Um, I hate it because fucking uh, it's pretending to be a happy song, and it is a sad song. It is about I think Bruce Springsteen makes these fucking working class ballads because he's scared that if anybody doesn't just live in their shitty house with their fat wife. That he can't be rich anymore. Like, literally, like, so I said this when we were at Six Flags the other day, and Brian goes, yeah, man, they really shouldn't make melancholy songs in major keys. And I was like, shut the fuck up with your stupid music answer. I don't fucking care. This song absolutely fucking sucks for a lot of other reasons. Like, think about, 
There's a whole fucking verse in here where he talks about going to some chick's house whose husband left her after her kids go to sleep and drinking and talking about being in high school during... He omits the part where he's fucking this old lady while her kids are sleeping. This song is fucking terrible. It's terrible. Bruce Springsteen... Oh, this is like a bar song where people... It's like Sweet Caroline. You know how Sweet Caroline is the worst song ever because it's like a pedophile fucking anthem? Is it really? He said it was about Caroline Kennedy. She was like 10 when it came out. I think it's just a fun song. Touching me, touching you, sweet Caroline, about ten year old. Yeah, he's just like reaching out, touching her hand, playing ring around the rosy. Reaching up her pussy. Whatever. Oh, come on. Look, this song sucks. That song sucks. They both suck. They're like these bar things that are fucking creep they have creepy undertones. I if I never hear this here's the main reason I hate it, is because it's a sad song, but it gets stuck in your head the way a happy song does. And fuck you, Bruce Springsteen. Fucking you think he sing he sings Glory Days? He sings this wink of a young girl's eye. You think he fucking sings that? He's probably on Epstein's Island fucking these fucking children, singing Glory Days to them. I bet he's doing that. There is something about it. Like it comes on and you just know like people are buying another round of Jameson. Yeah. Like they're getting real sad. They're getting real for and they think they're happy for a second and then they're sad. Just like those girls when they got to Epstein's Island. <laughs> like if they made if they made a Sopranos episode about Epstein's Island, right, it would end, right, with a girl, you would just see one of her eyes, she'd be getting raped in the ass, she would wink once, a single tear would roll down, fade to black in the wink of a young girl's eye, glory days, it would just fucking go like that. That's how Oof. the Sopranos episode about a young girl getting raped would end. You know that's how fucking David Chase would end it. The fucking song sucks. It's about fucking creepy shit. He's fucking this old lady over a can of fucking Bush's baked beans or some shit. <laughs> I fucking, every time, and I'm stuck in my head for three days, and I'm like, this is the saddest. It's just about peaking in high school. How long is Bruce Springsteen, how old was Bruce Springsteen when he got famous? Uh, all right, let's see. How old is Bruce Springsteen? 70 years old. All right. Born in 1949. Let's check his catalog. I mean, when would you say he got famous? Uh, what's the first album? Uh, let's see here. Uh, 1975 was his breakthrough, right? I think that was so born. Tw- so yeah, tw- born to run was 75. So 25 years. 25, 26. Yeah, he's 26 years old. Yeah. What the fuck does he know about going to some fucking split level ranch? After the kids are asleep, and that chick acting still sexy, putting a fucking cigarette out on her tongue before he fucking bangs her, he nothing. He knows nothing about this. Well, hold up, right? 1972, uh, he was like still trying to form this band, right? Mm-hmm. 1972 in Jersey mm-hmm. means you're 24 years old, mm-hmm. right? By that point, are you at 24 reminiscing about high school? Yes, I knew. I knew guys who were, hundred percent. Just learn a skill. Dude, you don't understand, Pick man. up archery. Dude, Bruce Springsteen sings songs for guys who never left their hometown. Even if you never leave your hometown, I bet they have a Brazilian jiu-jitsu school there now. Why don't you go in and learn something? Because you're sitting at the bar listening to Bruce Springsteen. Join a, start a dart league. You're so you, really, you really think, you really think adult bar darts. Right, is going to compare to being 16 years old and actually getting pussy for playing football. Learn Spanish. Get your sex robot to teach you Spanish. I'm just saying, look, with a tear in my eye, that's the end of the show. Follow me, at Chris from BKO and on Twitter. Rate and review this podcast. Follow the M. Harrington on Twitter and Instagram. And... Go check out Chris and Mike Watch Fights on YouTube. All right? Good night.